0: Shalom Aleichem everybody. I'm recording today's Shir over here in the hospital. My son just had a surgery, so it's for Shnei Zalman ben Chayyashayna Michla. So we're learning today, Daf Yud. We're at the top of the Yomad, where it begins, Rav Adar Karchina. So to recap the Gemara, on Daf tests, we learned about Levi's question to Rebbe that when the Mishnah, in the beginning of the Perik, said that our 15 Arayas that if the brother is an erva to these w- women, or she's rather, uh, an erva to him, so then there's no mitzvah of yibum. So the question Levi had was that there is a 16th example. And what is that? If the person, the brother that passed away, was married to an Zaviv, and according to one opinion at least, he's allowed to marry Anoussa Zaviv, that's a woman that his father had a relation with, not married to his father, and now when the when he passes away the wife the Yivama will not be able to get married to the brother because the brother is the son of this woman that the father had a relation with so for him it's a mother why did the Mishnah not mention this example of another erva that you can't do the mitzvah of Yibim with that was the question so like the Gemara before said that Rabbi said that We're not speaking about a case where there's a Machleikis and this goes into a Machleikis between Rabbi Yehuda and the Rabbanon whether a person would be allowed to marry Anusasavov or not. Then, the Gemara brought a Mishnah in the beginning of the Third Paedic where it speaks about a case of two brothers that passed away that were married to two sisters and there the Mishnah said that now you have another two brothers, Levi and Yehuda that after you Yibum for these two sisters but you, you cannot do Yibum for two sisters because they're both zakuk, they both, you have to get married to them, and it's a chayis zikukasai, just like you don't get married to a chayis ishtai, to your wife's sister, similar, this woman, which is not your wife yet, but it's a zakukas, she's connected to you, and there's another sister that's also connected to you, you can't get married to them. But the Mishnah there says, there's a scenario where it's a surah lezeh, Mutaras lezeh. If these two sisters are going to be muter to one brother, to Levi, and to Yehuda, she's usher. The other sister is the reverse. To Levi she's Aser and to Yehuda she's Mutter. So now, they're not, there's no sister in the Zika here because each sister is only Mutter to one of them. That's a case where he, the, each brother could be Miyavam the one that's allowed for her. And Rabkhiyah said, Gemara quoted before, Rabkhiyah said that this concept of Asura Lezeh, Mutteris Lezeh could be applicable in all of the 15 cases of the Arayis mentioned mentioned in the first Mishnah here, in the beginning of the Mesechta. So the Gemara now here will explain that because we have to apply that Mishnah of the Third Pedik to all 15 cases of the Mishnah in the beginning of the Pedik, that's why it doesn't mention the case of Anusas Aviv. Because we can't apply it to the case of Anusas Aviv, and we'll see in the Gemara the explanation why not. <coughs> okay, let's begin inside. Rav Karchina, Kameid, Rav Kahana, Omar. So he said in front of Rav Kahana, Mishmei Rave, In the name of Rava. Really Rabbi does hold of the cloud that was mentioned before, which is that that Mishnah in the beginning of the third parik, about the two sisters, that now yibum has to be done by two brothers, and if it's a scenario of a Vasura or um, that each sister could only do yibum with one brother, then they could do yibum. So, and again, what Rabkhiyah said is, that that could be applied to all cases, all the 15 cases that was mentioned in the beginning of the Mesechta. Rabbi agrees to that. Rabbi, Rabbi holds to this. But now, what, so what was Rabbi's answer? So why is Anusas Aviv not mentioned in our Mishnah as a 16th case, where it will be a erva to the Yavam, because this will be his mother, so, this is what Rabbi meant to answer Levi when he said that you can't count this. If the case here is an anusa of the father, One of the points of the case will be applied, but the other point of the case will not be applied. What are the two points of the case that we're talking about here? We're talking about a case where two sisters were married to two brothers, to Reuven and Shimon. That's the first point of the case, that we ha- has to be speaking about sisters. The second point of the case is, that now both brothers passed away, and now Levi and Yehuda have to do Yibum to these two sisters, and the scenario when it will be allowed is, when these two sisters are Asura Laza, and Mutharas When each sister could only do Yibum with one of them. So they're not anymore, Achayis Zukukosai. That's the second point. So in the case of Anusas Aviv, and now, these sh- the, the sisters should also be the mother, of these two brothers and or, or mother of one of them one of them the mother of one of them and one of them the mother of another and you should say that it's possible also that the second point should be possible again not only the first point that it's sisters but also the second point that it's a surah lezeh, umeteras those two points together will not work in the case of anusasavet why not? the Gemara will explain let's see, pretty bikitser I'll try to explain this so the Gemara says as follows so, I Yaakov b'ez Ahoyeis on us. If Yaakov had a relation with two sisters. So Yaakov has a son Reuven. Right? And this Yaakov that has a son Reuven, so he had a relation with two sisters. In such a case, so what happens? Ahoyeis, so again, Yaakov has two sons, Reuven and Shimon. Okay? He has two sons, Reuven and Shimon. And Yaakov had a relation with two sisters. So then, the first point of the case that we're talking about a scenario where two brothers marry two sisters, that could be possible. But, but then to say the second point of the case, which is that one sister is going to be mutter to one brother that has to do the yibum, which would be lavi. And another sister will be muttered to another brother that has to do Yibum, which is Yehuda, that's not possible. So, again, it's very simple. What we're talking about over here is that a father was Ma'anis, two women, which are sisters. And now Reuven and Shimon got married to both of these women, to, to, the, to these sisters. And now Reuven and Shimon pass, pass away. And now you have these two sisters that Yibum has to be done for them by Levi and Yehuda. Now, are any of these sisters mutter to any of these two? To Levi and Yehuda? The answer is no. Because Levi and Yehuda, who are they? Levi and Yehuda are the daughters of these two sisters. It's not daughters, sorry. Levi and Yehuda are the sons of these two sisters. Right, That's the case we're looking for. We're trying to apply this to a case of an erva to say that we're speaking about Anusas Aviv. And the Yavam would be the, the, the son of, of uh, the, the uh, woman that he has to do Yibum for. So now Levi is the son of one sister, Yehuda is the son of the no- another sister. In such a case, both of these sisters are Usr to both of them. The mother is obviously Usr to you, but also the sister of the mother, which is an aunt, Achayis Ima, is also Usr. So even if it could be a case where you have sisters, which are Anusas Aviv, that fell for Yivum, for these two brothers, but the second point of the case, that it should be Asura and Amuteras Lezeh, is impossible. It's either your mother, or it's your mother's sister. That's in a case where the father had a relation with two sisters. Now, the If the father had a relation with father Yaakov, had a relation with two women that have nothing to do with one another, right? And now, what happened? His two sons, Reuven and Shimon, married these two unrelated women. And now, Reuben and Shimon pass away. Levi and Yehuda have to do yibum for these two women which are unrelated to one another. So they're not sisters. So the first point of the case, which is sisters, that's, that, that, uh, that's not possible over here. That, that's not the case at all. all right, so, so if Levi and Yehuda are the sons of these two women that were born from this uh, aynas, that the father was ma'anas them, and they were born from these women so Levi and Yehuda, you could say asura surah lezeh Lazah. the mother to Levi is also to Levi, the mother of Yehuda is also to Yehuda but these two women are not sisters, they have nothing to do with each other so the other woman is mutter to the other brother Right? I mean, Levi's mother is mother to Yehuda, Yehuda's mother is mother to Levi. So therefore you could apply the point of the case of Asura Mutaras <laughs> Moteh But But Mishka'chasla, that's possible in such a scenario. But she Yivimta, le'y Mishka'chasla. But to say the other point of the case, that the whole Kiddush here is, that although they're sisters and usually you can't do Yivim, when the sisters that fell for Yivim, but nevertheless here you could because it's Asura Laza, mutaras to that aspect of the case is not possible. Uh, they're not sisters at all. So that, that's the point that the was telling Levi. Since the Mishnah in Rachen, the beginning of the Third Patek, has to be applied to the 15 cases in our Mishnah, if you're going to try to apply it to the 16th case that would be mentioned in this Mishnah, it wouldn't work. You can't apply it in a case of sisters and Asura Lazam with Muterres L'zeh. That's why this case is not mentioned in our Mishnah. Now the Gemara brings a third answer of what Rabbi's answer to Levi was why Anusas Aviv which would be the mother of the Yavam, was not mentioned. Ravashi says, Really, Rabbi disagrees with what Ravchiyah said that we have to try to apply the concept of the Mishnah about Asura Laza, Mutaris Laza, to our Mishnah, which is speaking about the 15 Arayas. It doesn't have to be applied. Which would mean then, that the answer that we just gave, is not a good answer. That we can't apply it by Anusas Aviv, because we're not trying to apply it. Okay, and also, ubeplukta Kamari. We could even say that the Tana of Mishnah mentions all kinds of arayas that may be a about this. So one of the previous answers that we said, that the Rebbe said to Levi, that the reason it doesn't say the case of Anusas Aviv, is because this is a machleikis of Rebbe and the Rabbanon. No, that's not the reason. Our Mishnah could be speaking about a so then what is it that Rabbi was telling Levi with such a sharp expression that it seems to me like he has no brain in his skull. This is what he was telling him. Why didn't you look closer into the Mishnah? A later Mishnah actually, the next Mishnah. The Rabbi If you look closely at the Mishnah, you'll clearly see that that Mishnah later goes according to Rabbi Yudhis opinion. The Asar Banusas Aviv. Rabbi Yehuda's opinion is that you can't marry a woman that had a relation with your father, even if your father wasn't married to her. So the whole suggestion that our Mishnah should also count the case of Anusas Aviv, which is also the mother of your brother, is not an option. You can't marry Anusas Aviv. How do we know that the Mishnah is Rabbi Yehuda? Because in the next Mishnah it says, Sheish sharayis chamuris Meilu. There are other six arayas that are more stringent than the ones that are mentioned in the 15 that are mentioned in our Mishnah here. If nay, <inaudible> these six arayas could only get married to someone else, not to a brother. The Mishnah mentions these arayas in the beginning of the Masechta, which are those types of arayas that it's possible that they should be married to the brother. And they're not eyes to the brother, the brother that passed away. And now the brother that has to do yibum, for him it will be an erva. That's those 15 ara'is. And the next Mishnah is going to mention another six cases of ara'is that none of the brothers could marry them. So it doesn't belong here in the case of yibum at all. Someone else could marry them. And over there the Mishnah says, tsari saying mutaris. The halacha is that an erva is asr. But the tzara of the Erva does not become moser. As we learned a few times before, this concept that if there's no yibum for an erva, that affects the tzara as well. That's only regarding the case of yibum. But in general, regarding an erve, that there's a tzara that's also married as a second wife, there's no isser that goes on to the tzara. Now, it counts during the Mishnah. What are those six arayas that are more stringent? Imoi, the mother, Eishas Aviv, the father's wife, Achayas Aviv, the father's sister. Okay, and it continues during the Mishnah. The question is, when the Mishnah mentions the mother, who is the mother the Mishnah is speaking about? Is it speaking about the mother that was actually married properly to the father? So then why does it say mother? It already says the father's wife, so that includes also his mother that was properly married to the father. So don't you think we must say Anusasaviv? when it says "emoy," this is talking about a mother which was not legitimate she was never married to the father but he had a relation with her and they he gave birth so that's what it's speaking about and Ketani, what is it saying that the anus of the father cannot get married to any of the brothers it could, she, she she could only get married to somebody else to none of the brothers can she, can she get married Who's the one that has this opinion that you're not allowed to marry, not only the, the wife of the father, but not even an anusa of the father? Rabbi Yehuda. This is Rabbi Yehuda's opinion, the Asaba Anusa sovif, that says, marrying an anusa of a father is not allowed. Tony So now that we see from the second Mishnah that this is Rabbi Yehuda speaking here, so we know that the first Mishnah is Rabbi Yehuda as well. And therefore doesn't mention this case that the brother that passed away was married to the anusa of the father and she is also the mother of the surviving brother because the first brother would never be allowed to marry Anusas Aviv very simple Amalera Ravina says to Ravashi regarding this answer but still Rav Mishka even according to Rav Yudah, that a brother any of these brothers are not allowed to marry Anusas Aviv it still would be possible that this is the case why? The what happens if he was over and he went ahead and did marry her even if Anusas Aviv is not allowed like Rav Yudah says it's not a chi of kodas, It's only a isalav. If it's only isalav, then the kedushin takes effect, and therefore Bidi yeved, it's possible that he went ahead and married her, and then he passes away, and now there's the mitzvah of Yibun, and the brother is this Anusas of his son, and she's his mother, and that's that should be that could be mentioned in the mishnah. So de if if b'di if he went ahead and married her. So the Gemara answer is no, our Mishnah is not mentioning a case of di, which in other words means Bidiyevet, something that happened that he wasn't supposed to get married to her, even though it's only a Lav, but he wasn't supposed to get married to her. So just again to clarify, and this is a fundamental point that's Negei here, and we be brought up many times in the Mesechte, there is a Erve which is a isalav, and there's a Erve which is a isakaris. And the Klal always is, besides Rabbi Kiva's opinion, as we'll see, but usually we pass that if it's a isakaris. So then not only are you asked to get married to this woman, but if you even try to, the condition doesn't take effect at all. It's nothing. But if it's the Isra of Elav, so then you're not allowed to, but if you do, the condition takes effect. That's the basis of what the Gemara is saying here. But the Gemara presses on and asks further the question, So what Ravashi says to Rav Kahane, It's actually possible that there should be a case of Anusas Aviv, which is the mother of the brother that's alive, even without the brother marrying her with an Isr. Marrying her just Bidi Yavid when he wasn't allowed. But The term Bidi Yavid here is not really the right term because Bidi Yavid... In other words, after the fact, he wasn't allowed to marry her. So the Gemara says, no, even without the brother being over and Isr, and marrying Anussis Aviv, there's still a case. And what's that case? The case is going to be that one of the, Reuven's father we have here, Reuven and Shimon Reuven the first brother that got married to it's Reuven's father that did an but not Reuven and here the case is as follows Yaakov onas kalosai so Yaakov has a son Reuven and Reuven is married to his daughter-in-law and the father what goes ahead and is Maanis his daughter-in-law okay, so Reuven was married to her legitimately but now the father went and was Ma'anes and what happened Vahaylodmimana ben gave birth to a son which is Shimon which is also Reuven's brother and now, when Maith Reuven passed away without any children, and now this, this his wife is the Yavama that is falls to the brother Shimon. And this woman is also his mother. So, this is the case of Anusazoviv, which is also Shimon's mother. And when Reuven was married to her, it's not a case of Di'i, it's not a case where he did an isra, he didn't do any ISR. The father, after he was married to her, went and had a relation with her. So, and we should count this case in our Mishnah, Umigudi ihi asira, and we could say that just like this woman is an Arab, she's his mother and therefore she can't do yibum, asira, like the Allah of the Mishnah, that there's no yibum for a as well. So why isn't it counted? so he answered him, a similar answer to what the Gemara said before, The Mishnah is only mentioning cases of Arayas, where the brotherly Hurair is legitimate. This is a brother of yours that came about to be not through an Isser that the father went and had a relation with his daughter in law, which is that itself is a erva. So, via this case, since the whole this, this Shimon became Reuben's brother by the father having a relation with his daughter in law, that kind of a brotherlyhood the Mishnah is not speaking about. Okay, so this is the conclusion of the answers that Rabbi gave Levi why the Mishnah should not mention the case of Anusas Oviv which is the mother of the brother. But the Gemara conclusion says, Nevertheless, Levi did add it into the Mishnah, this 16th case. The Tani Levi, and Levi learned as follows. When it comes to a mother, so and again, the point is that if the wife of the first brother was also the mother of the second brother now, so sometimes if she's a mother because of this, she will also pat the tzara from Yibum as well but sometimes she's not considered to be an erva here in this marriage and therefore she will not pater the second wife and he explains, out, what does this mean and the Gemara will now explain it depends what kind of a mother is this if this is a mother that was legitimately married to the father eishas aviv so then, as the Gemara will explain she will not pater the tzadah from, uh, from uh, yibum but if it's uh, a, a, a mother that's anusas aviv then she will pater from yibum let's see in the words of the Gemara so what are the two cases over here? If this is his mother, and she was married to the father. It's a father's wife. And now, and she got married to one of the, his brothers, that, that they share the same father. And now this brother passed away. So obviously, he got married to her, and it was forbidden. Not only it was forbidden, it's an erva which is a kodis. And if there's an erva which is a kodis, and he went and got married to her anyways, that marriage never took effect. He was never really married to her. As I mentioned before, the rule is that if it's a isr, Kodis, the kiddushin, the nisuin does not take effect at all. And now he passed away. Zuhi imoi, so this would be a mother of the brother that's still alive, Sheain peteres sarasa, which will not pater the second wife. Why not? Because this erva was never really the wife of Reuven. It was never a legitimate marriage, and the marriage never took effect. B'cholal, so therefore the tsara is also not, is not a tsara to this wife. So therefore she's the only wife, perhaps, and what not. For sure, not a tsara to this wife. The point is, and therefore for her yivum is still an option. However, as the Gemara continues, But if the mother is the Anus of the father, and we're not talking about a woman that was legitimately married to the father, it was just an Anus of the father, and now Vinicius Leechov, and this woman got married to the first brother here, to Reuven, May Aviv, if brothers, they share the same father, and he passed away, so now marrying Anus of even according to Rabbi Huda which is not allowed but it's only a love if it's only a love the kedushin takes effect so he was married to her so zuhi imoy shepetera sarasa this will be a case that it's his mother it's the second brother's mother and therefore there's no yibum when there's an ervat your mother and the marriage to the first brother was legitimate and therefore it will pat to the second wife as well petera sarasa So therefore, that's how Levi learned it in Abraisa, that in the case of Anusa's Aviv, which is the second brother's mother, it will patter from yibum and it will also patter the Tzara. Even though in the Mishnah it only mentions 15 women, we can add another one. There's a 16th Kaganzu, as we have just mentioned here. Okay, so this is the conclusion of Le, the, that what Levi's opinion is, that there is a 16th case that could be mentioned in the Mishnah. Amma leir eshlakesh le Rabbi no, so leir eshlakesh asks, sorry, le-rebi Yechanin that is, leir eshlakesh asks rabbi Yechanin, le-levi, according to Levi's opinion, that says, the Omar, the e, Na-mi that the Mishnah mentions even cases of Arayis that are a case of di meaning, when the first brother got married to a woman, which was not allowed, right? Because Levi said the Mishnah should count even a case where it was Anusa's Aviv and is allowed to marry her, and nevertheless, he got married to her, and that's a case that the Mishnah would count, that the brother would not have to do Yibbom, because it's his mother, and also it will pat the Tzara. So if that's the fact, That the Mishnah counts cases of the E, if so, listen to HaChalitzli Yavimtoy, the Chazar Vekitcha So, why don't we say the following case? HaChalitzli What's the case of HaChalitzli Yavimtoy? So, HaChalitzli Yavimtoy means, of course, that a person did Chalitze. So, once Chalitze is done, that's it. So, the Zika that she was his Yavama and he's supposed to marry her, so that Zika is over. What's the halacha after a person is his Yavama? Is he allowed to go, ma- go and get married to her after this? Uh, and he went ahead afterwards, and he did, and he was Mechadisher, he got married to her. Now he was not allowed to get married to her. And if he does get married to her, it's actually an Iser Lav. According to the Shlokish, this is an Iser Lav, but only an Iser Lav. And therefore the condition took effect and he passed away without any children so what's going to be the Allah over here? because now this woman that you did Chalitza for already she's going to be Aser to the other brothers so the Tzara is also Aser to the other brothers and there's no mitzvah of Yib at all so the Gemara here is saying is according to the Shlakesh's opinion as we'll see this soon in the Gemara this is not according to Rabbi Yochanan but this is according to the Shlokish. Once you do Khalitsa, so then, the woman that Khalitza was done for her and the brother that did the Khalitza, there's only an isalav for her to go and marry her. the Gemara will soon bring the Lav, that once you did Khalitza, it's a Lav for you to marry her. What's the story with the rest of the brothers? For the rest of the brothers that did not do Khalitza, it's an Issa What's the Issa Aisha Eishisachif. It's your brother's wife and that's an isa that remains forever, even after the brother passed away. But only for this brother that did Chalitza, for him, it's not anymore an Issachotas, it will only be an Issachotas. If so, the gemara's question is, if you did Chalitza for this woman, and then afterwards you decided to go ahead and marry her, even though it's a lav, the condition takes effect, but now if you pass away, so now this woman for the other brothers, it will be an Issachotas. For the other ones that didn't do Chalitza for her, it's going to be... And for them it's Kadis, and if so, it should pater also, it should pater her from the yibum, and it should be asked to do yibum, and the same thing for the Tzara as well, it should be also for the Tzara to do yibum. So why is that case not mentioned, if we do mention cases of the e in a case where you do an ister So Rabbi answers him, The reason is, because in the Mishnah it says, a third aspect to the case, not only the Erev itself is also for yibum. Not only the tzara is asafayibum, even tzara's tzara is also, also your What does tzara's tzara mean? That if there was one of the brothers that was able to, did have the ability to be miyabim this tzara, because to him it was not an error at all, and then that second brother that was miyabim this tzara also had a second wife and then he passes away, so if there's no Yibom for the first tsara, that was the tsara of the first wife, of the first brother that passed away, then there's no Yibom for the second tsara as well. That's the concept of a secondary tsara, right? When there was another marriage, which we learned in the beginning of the Mesechta. So what Rav Yechon is saying, the Shlakish is over here in this case, that we're asking regarding a person that married the Chalutza, that he, was, he already was Chalutzer, and she is Asr, with Kadis on all the rest of the brothers, that did not do Halitzeh, because it's aishas Achiv that is, so she's also on all the brothers, it's Kadis for all the brothers, there is no brother that can go ahead and marry her. So to say that there would be a secondary tsara that maybe one of the brothers, that is not a erva, went and married her, and then there would be his second wife, it's impossible. She's aishas Achiv of all the brothers. And so therefore, the concept of tsara tsara does not apply here, that's why the Mishnah does not count this case. That's what Rabbi Yechinen answered Rish Lakish. So the Gemara asks on this. Why did he give him this answer? Velay Malay. Why doesn't Rabbi Yechinen answer him? And now as I said, this is according to Rabbi Yechinen's own opinion. We'll see soon the Gemara will bring the mechlekes of Rabbi Yechinen and Rish Lakish. So now according to Rabbi Yechinen's own opinion, V'ley Malay, he should answer to Rish Lakish, lavin he, That this woman, once chalitza was done for her, Rabbi Yechonin's opinion is not only is this now going to be just a isra'lav for this woman and for the brother that did the Chalitze, but she will only be Yisraelav for any of the other brothers as well. So there's only a isalav with this woman. If there's only a isalav for this woman, so it can't be one of the Arai's mentioned in our Mishnah, which are speaking about a Yisraelav, and therefore this potter from Yivum. chayove Lavin b'nei the Yivum minu. As we learned, and we'll see later in the Masahta as well, uh, second, let me just make sure I didn't skip anything over here. So again, and therefore, if it's only so, then for this woman, you still can do chalitza or So, why is, wh- why is he even asking this case that we should mention this woman that you already did chalitza for her, and then he went and married her, and now she would be also to the other sister, or other brothers, that is, but you're only also to the other brothers with a love. Now, this is Rabbi Yechin as I said before, is that if there's one brother that did Chalitza, so he, for this woman, that he did Chalitza for will be love. The other brothers will, will be Kadis, because for them it's aishus Achiv. But, according to Rabbi Yechenon though, once one brother did Chalitza, for all the brothers it will be alive. So why didn't Rabbi Yechenon, according to his own opinion, answer that? So the Gemara says, you're right. L'tvarov of he was saying this, the answer he gave was according to Rish Lakesh's opinion. And what he was saying was as follows Lidi D, according to my opinion, Chayav Elavin. So these, th- this woman that you already, one of the brothers already did Chalitza for her, so she is now not anymore Issa It's not anymore the Kodis of Ashish Achev. Now it's only a Lav. The Chayav Bene Chalitza Ninu. And therefore, Chayav are in the Parsha, the Kedu Chalitza, or even Yivum. And that's for all the brothers. Again, Abiyachim's opinion is for any brothers. She's, she's only an Yisalav. So for him, this is not even a question in the first place. <speaking in Hebrew> but according to your opinion, even if it's true that for this brother, that did Khalitsa she's a Isolav, But for the rest of the brothers, she's an Yisalav. And therefore, for you, this is a question. The Mishnah could mention this case of this woman that one the brother, that did married her. And now he died. And now for the rest of the brothers, it is a And therefore, there should be another example of a erve, which you cannot do yibim for, and it passes the tsara as well. According to your opinion, I gave the answer, lefisheinim but tzadah tzadah. That even if it will work for this brother now that passed away, and his tsara, but it won't work for a secondary tsara because all brothers are asr. So now here, if you didn't yet get the point of the Machlekes, between Leishlakesh and Rabbi regarding a person that was chaylitz and then got married to her, so here the Gemara will bring it, and explain clearly this Machleikas, and also bring the reason for this Machleikas. Itmar, so we learned the Machleikas here. A person went and did Chalitza for his Yevama. But then Vachaz changed his mind, and he went and married her again, and it was Makadash again. Shlakish says, So for him, once he did Chalitza, the original Issachades, that there would be on Ashish Achiv if you can't do Yivam, if there is no Yivam. So over here, once you do Khalitza, that Isra of Ashish Achiv is not here. It's only going to be a isalav, and the Gemara will soon bring what the Lav is. And, but that's only regarding the one that did Khalitza. The Ha'achin, but the other brothers that did not do Khalitza, Chayavan, Allah Khalitza, Karis. For the other brothers, now nah, the one brother did Khalitza. So for the rest of the brothers, they were never in this parish of Chalitza, they, they weren't involved in this whole mitzvah of Yibum here. So for them, what's this woman? Esher Sochev. She's the wife of their brother that passed away, which is a Issachotis. Because for them it's like the whole parish of Yibum didn't apply there, they weren't involved in this, so for them it's an Issacharist. Another point as well, Alat now he only did Chalitza for one wife, what's if his brother that passed away had a second wife? And that tzara, there was no chalitza done for her. You only have to do chalitza for one wife. So for that tzara, whether him, this person that did chalitza to one wife, or even the brothers, So for the tzara that was not involved in this whole mitzvah of yibum, so she is Ashes Achiv. And for any of the brothers, there would be Asa Aishas. That's Rish Lakash's opinion. Rav Yechina says, Whether the person that did the Chalitzeh for this woman, for one of the uh, wives, and whether the other brothers that did not do karis So, they are not going to be Chayiv, not for the Chalitzeh, not for this woman that she, he did Chalitzeh for her, karis for her, and not for another Chalitzeh. If there's another wife, none of the brothers are going to be Chayiv karis for her. After Chalitzeh was done with one wife, so now, the whole ister of Ashis Achiv does not apply anymore for any of the brothers, for any of his wives. That's Rabbi Yechim's opinion. So the Gemara explains the source of their machlaikis. My time, and what's the source for this? What's the reason of their machlaikis? That is, my time, that is, Oma Karadapasik says, Asher, lo yivne. Asher lo yivne. When a person does not build a house as base achiv, the house of his brother, and he does chalitza instead. So now, it does not say in the past tense, it says future tense. So what do we learn from here? Once he did not build this house for his brother he did chalitze, the Pasuk is writing it in the future tense as a lav. Now he has a lav that he should not marry her again after he did chalitze. That's the source of this lav for the brother that did chalitze. So Rish Lakish explains, so it's him, because he got involved in this, and he did the Khalitza. so for him, the original Eishas Achiv that would be there, that's gone. Now, it, we go into the Parsha of yibum, and this is Eishas Achiv that is allowed for him to do yibum, and he did not do yibum; he did Chalitzeh instead, and what it says in this Parsha will apply that it's only allowed, but not the regular Issachotis of the Ereva of Eishas Achiv. Aval Echov, but the other brothers that did not get involved in this whole thing, so for them, is, uh, it's, it's a regular Eishas Achiv, and there was no involvement in the union of Yibum Bechlal, so therefore it's a Kharis. Another point, only regarding this woman that he did chalitza for, they, uh, there we apply the fact that there's a new love of L'Yibbana, and not Eser Kharis. But another wife that was not involved at all in this whole Yibum or chalitza actually, so then the Eser Kharis of Erev of Eser achiv remains as is. At Sri Shlakash disappear. Rabbi Yechen and Rabbi Yechen responds and explains, no. Me a committee could there be something to make kare that from the beginning, we boy high chalets, we high that really any of the brothers are in a position that they could do chalitza. In other words, the point that is trying to say, you're saying that only one brother did chalitza and the rest of the brothers are out of this whole parsha of chalitza or yivam, they have nothing to do with this, and for them we treat it like a regular Issachatis. No, really right from the first moment that the brother passed away, all of the brothers are automatically part of this parsha of yivam and chalitza here, because any of them could do chalitza or yivam. Right? And also, regarding the two wives that he had when he passed away, You can't say that the wife that Chalitza was actually done with her is in this parasha of Chalitza here, and therefore it changes from being an Issachatist or an isalav. and the other woman that was not involved in the Chalitza is not part of this at all, and the original Issachatist remains. No, because the truth is, she's also a part of this, because Khalitsa could have been done to any of the wives. So really, everybody's involved in this whole thing and now what happens and you would say oh so that one that I did not do chalitza for so there should be Kodas for and so she's not involved or the same thing regarding the brothers that the brothers that did not do the chalitza, so they were not involved and now all of a sudden for them it's going to be Kodas you can't say that they were all involved from the beginning the brothers could have done chalitza and any wife could have been involved in the Yibben war the chalitza so Ella how do we view this thing when in the end only one brother did chalitza for one of the wives he's doing a shlichus he's doing it for the other brothers the chalitza but they all were had sort of this option or obligation to make sure this happens and he's doing it for them and the same thing also. And this one woman that Khalitsa was done with her is doing the Shlichas of the other wife. And therefore, really, they're all involved in this. And therefore, after Khalitsa is done, it's, there's no a of of Eshisachov that applies over here. We applied the lab that it says over here in this postik, which is Lo Okay, that's the Machlaikis. So the Gemara brings a question on this from Abraisa. Rav Yerchenen asked Rish Lokesh a question, so again Rish Lokesh's opinion is that only for the brother did Chalitza and for the wife did Chalitza is Rays for the rest of the brothers it's Kharas. So he asked him, it says in Abraissa, a person did Chalitza for his Yivoma, then the of a kid, so he married her again, Umeis, and he passed away, Tzricha Chalitza Menachin, you have to have Chalitza from the brothers. So the question is, why chalitze from the brothers? Says Rabbi Yechon and lavin I say that the rest of the brothers are also only lav with her, just like the person that did chalitze. So That's why there's no erva of kodesh for the brothers. So therefore, this chalitze that applies over here. But according to Yerush Lakish, what is Rish Lakish's opinion that this woman for the rest of the brothers, she's an isekodesh? Am I so why is there any Chalitza that we're speaking of over here? For the rest of the brothers, it's an isekaris, Right? This was the point that the Gemara said before, that uh, according to Rab Yechenen, it's an it's isekaris. Uh, again, according to the Shlakesh, that is, it's an isekaris, And this was the reason why the Gemara said before, that the Shlakesh wanted to count this as one of the cases in the beginning of the Mesechta. So what's the P'sha'at in this Braise here, when it says that there is Chalitza, or even Yebo, maybe? That's the question from the beginning of this Braiseh. Well, the time asks back, the asks back, Rabbi according to your opinion, Aim is it saying? in the seifa of that, So now one of the brothers went ahead and married her. Married this woman, which was their brother's wife. Eim Allah of klum. There's no marriage here, nothing. Once one brother did halitzeh. And then afterwards, one of the other brothers decided to marry her. The marriage is nothing. Now, why is the marriage nothing? if Rab is right that for all the brothers it's only a LAV the Isra Veshakiv is not here anymore after Khalitza for any of the brothers. So there's only isalav, a Mailay love klum. Why are we saying if any of the brothers went to married, or this marriage is zero, why is it zero? As again, as they said in the beginning, the Klal is a marriage for a lav takes effect. A marriage for a caudis does not take effect. According to Rab Yegnan, it's The the marriage should take effect so we have a sort of a contradiction here the Reisha is a question on Ishlakesh and the seif is a question on Rabbi Yechinen Omer um, Rav Seishis, so answers for Rabbi Yechinen, Sefer Oselin Rabbi Kiva the Sefer of this Brayse will have to be according to Rabbi Kiva's opinion mentioned before Rabbi Kiva has an exception his opinion is the Omar Kedushin does not take effect, not only by a Issa Erva which is Kodes, but even a Chayi there's also Kedushin does not take effect, and not, not only by Issa Kodes will the child be a Mamzer, but even by a Lav, the child will be a Mamzer. So the safe is Rabbi Kiveh? If that's the case, Why doesn't the to say that clearly? They we're only saying this according to Rabbi Kive, that the marriage of the brothers after Halitza did not take effect. So the Gemara concludes and says, you're right, Kashyar, this remains a question on the Pshat that Rav Sheshis here said, why the Braise did not spell out that this is only according to Rav Akiva. But this is one answer to this contradiction of the Reisha and the Sefer, and the Reisha it's much more like Rav and the Sefer like Lakish. The Gemara is going to give a few more answers to answer this as we'll see in the next year.